It's a positive film. It has heroes and villains, and uh, that it essentially uh, is a fun movie to watch. It's been a long time since people have been able to go to the movies and see a sort of straightforward, wholesome, fun adventure. Well, it's a fantasy. It's not science fiction so much as it is space fantasy, and it's about people. It's about. It's finally about people and not finally about science. The story, when you actually put it into words, is only so much nonsense to hang a great visual experience onto. It's the stuff that fairy tales are made of. Sort of boiling down religion into a very basic concept: uh, the fact that there is some deity or some power or some force. That sort of controls our destiny,、uh, works for good and also works for evil. Marvelous, healthy innocence, great taste, wonderful to look at, full of guts, nothing unpleasant. I mean, people go bang bang and people fall over and are dead, but you know, no horrors. A sort of wonderful freshness about it, a kind of like a wonderful fresh air. It's got whatever you want it to be. It's a, it's pure entertainment. It's like a roller coaster ride, and it can be interpreted as long as you enjoy it, which is the intention. And welcome back to Generation Skywalker's retracing the trailers, part three. Yes, part three. More on that in a second. But who am I joined with to go through these wonderful trailers? I'm joined by Craig Spivey. Good evening, Craig. Good evening. How are you doing? Doing very well. Looking forward to this. Yeah, you've、uh, you've been getting really into these. The first <laughs> one, and I think the last one in particular. It's good because there's no prep required. Yeah, it's just us talking and 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 me throwing a lot of links your way, and we're just giving our nostalgia and and, and feedback and observations. Years gone. Yeah. Who else was with us tonight? We've got Dan. How you doing, Dan Burgess? Oh, I'm sorry. Do I talk first? Do you talk first? Very good. It's the classic Dan comedy, really, isn't it? How are you, Dan? You right? I'm all right. Yeah, good. Good stuff. Now you're a massive fan of these. We're going to talk about your experiences watching these trailers, and also we've got Peter Lee. How you doing, Pete? I'm very good. I'm very good. How you doing, Jazz? Good evening. Yeah, thanks very much. Yeah, thanks for asking. I'm good. I'm good. I'm delighted that we've got you on with this one because you you weren't on the original to retrace in the trailers. So for the benefit of those people who are saying retracing the trailers part three, what on earth are you on about? I've been listening to Generation Skywalker for the last year, and this is the first one I've mentioned. You'd be right in thinking that it's all the way back to episode forty-four, which came out on the fourteenth of June two thousand and twenty-one, and then episode forty-six, which came out in August of twenty twenty-one. We went back over the original trilogy trailers. And then the prequel trilogy trailers, given our sort of flashbacks and, and showing what the trailers were like back in the day, back in nineteen seventy seven, nineteen eighty, and nineteen eighty three, 
we were looking at them, how they've changed, how they've changed as the as the films have come on and we've had more iterations and then how Disney Plus have shown them and then the fan trailers as well. Then we moved to the prequels and that was a trip down memory lane because I certainly couldn't remember the trailers from back in the day of the original trilogy, but everyone could remember where they were for the prequel trilogy. So that was really, really good fun. And I thought we'd be doing this one much you know, later on in 2021. But on oh my word, been a busy few years, hasn't it, lads? It has. It has. Can't believe. Yeah, we're going to start talking with these trailers we're going to be starting to talk about with nine, nearly nine years old, some of them. It's no. crazy. It really is. I mean, you know, so much has happened over the last couple of years. I always had this episode sort of locked and loaded, ready to go, as I did the research for it back in 2021. But it's just not happened. But now we're like, right, let's do this. Let's get amongst it. And it's time for us to go back, to go back to 2014, to go back to 2015. You know, this was a time before COVID, before Brexit, before Trump, you know, before Russia invaded Ukraine, before The Last Jedi split the fan base, you know, before people were kicking off about various different things and handle. I would say that they're simpler times, full of hope and optimism. Guys, where were you from a, from a Star Wars and from a fan point of view back in 2014? I think for, for me, I was I was already, I think from the announcement, I was quite lucky because I, I did get out of Star Wars for a little while. But I think when the Blu-rays came out, I started to get back into it. So I was already back collecting. I, I, was, I think I joined the forums and then obviously the announcement got made about Disney taking over. And I think well, just went Star Wars crazy, didn't it? The podcast, everyone started creating podcasts. There's loads of podcasts out. You could literally listen to podcasts, I think, 24 hours a day. I think all my commutes, I was listening to all kinds of podcasts, all the speculation about what was going to happen. And then you'd hear that, oh, you know, Michael Arndt wrote the script and now he's been sacked and they've kicked Lucas off. And now the film's been delayed for six months. It was, I, I think I was invested in, in Star Wars for the prequels, but I think it, the difference with the sequel trilogy was social media and all of the other i suppose ways you could tap into it you you could almost i don't know have, have star wars intravenously injected into you. you could really live and breathe it i think for me as well at that time when it when you know when this 2014 these trailers were going to start to talk about my my first marriage was going into a in, into a meltdown in the worst way possible and uh yeah this, this was all a welcome distraction <laughs> yeah that makes perfect sense craig what about yourself yeah, I don't think my marriage was in a much of a different state than Dan's. Um, it was a very turbulent time of transitioning. Some some good, some some bad. But I think that I think my big, I, that's not a breakthrough moment, but I think a big moment for me was was going to LA to the big celebration in Anaheim 2015. And I know we're going to get onto that, but that was a moment. Yeah, it sure was. We are going to come on to that. And Pete. I just want to find out where, where you were from a sort of Star Wars fandom point of view. Yeah, I think certainly getting back into it, it's weird. You can, obviously now with photos on phones, you can actually check, you can sort of check your progress, the more sort of Star Wars content on there. And I think it's sort of 14, 15 or so. I think I was in, I was in the States and I saw all the jumbos, you know, the, the, the genital giant jumbos. I saw them in Forbidden Planet and that really sparked something. And I think it just, that was probably 13 or 14. I think from then it just... You see these sort of photos more and more developing, like heading back to Forbidden Planet in London, 
because all those old haunts you sort of knew you'd go and get a bit of a fix getting on that road again and yeah, and just for the record, my marriage was in a good state at that time. So we're doing a marriage check-in as well. <laughs> well okay, uh, and so is mine as well. So we've, we've provided balance to the That's podcast, good. Thanks, I guess, there. But if I go back, right, the hype, the hype train was just there. And it was going, I would say, yeah, from, from Essen, pushing it all the way through. Lots of sneak peeks, lots of this, that, and the other. John Williams getting on board and giving his, you know, professing his absolute adulation for uh, for JJ and Kathleen. And, and it was really, really growing. But it was more than a year before the film came out. It was the 28th of November, 2014, that The Force Awakens' official teaser dropped. has been an awakening. Have you felt it? The official trailer, November 2014. Thoughts? Bring it on. I remember um, just the panic and that first bit when sort of Finn comes into it, you just sort of knew it. The whole, the whole trailer felt quite panicky to me. And you, you're, in, you're in it, and you just sort of kind of what's going on. There's just a real, real rush of it. Um, yeah. And it's just, and you look back and it just is that simple introduction. I don't think sort of probably watched it for a long, long time, but you just realise it's just here's the key characters and they're all just kind of vague scenes of them and you just didn't really know what was going on but i felt i remember being just really hitting that that jump when finn just comes into screen and there's the panic you just thought oh my god what's going on yeah absolutely you say panic i had frantic that was the word <laughs> I, I had it's the same isn't it yeah absolutely yeah. there was lots of speed to it and it was a bit frantic it was a bit of shaky cam I was getting sort of beach landings at Omaha, Dog Beach. You know, you talk sort of Saving Private Ryan, that bit when you've got the, the troopers getting ready to land. That bit at the beginning with, with the speed and mm. the speed of bike. Yeah. And yeah, so what you put panic, I had frantic. And the music, boom, 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 all that sort of just adding to it of uncertainty, which I really, really loved. What about you? Biggest. I think it's a Caesar in the in a Caesar. It's a teaser in the tr- truest sense, isn't it? Because it doesn't really tell you anything. It's just a bunch of images. It was a true teaser. Yeah, absolutely. So you had the stuff at the beginning, as you said. What were we getting? A series of bits and pieces, but some familiar sounds. You know, right at the beginning. Not that this sound was overlaid in the movie at this particular part, 
the Pope probe droid. The probe droid, yeah, <laughs> yeah, all that sort of stuff. Random probe yeah. droid there. You know, given this uncertainty, given this sort of you know frantic nature, but then the sounds, the unmistakable, just wonderful Star Wars sounds of you know you've got your Ben Burt and your Matt Wood with that first airspeeder or whatever you know the correct terminology mm. is for it. You know, Ray Speeder. You know that and you're like, wow, here we are, and and you can't beat it. And this is one thing which I think we're going to get from these trailers, actually, sort of rushing ahead. But for the last few years, we've been used to Star Wars on the television, which has been fantastic. We've had some incredible Star Wars on the television. And now we've been told that we've got some new movies coming. And when you look at these trailers, you'd be like, yes, you cannot beat that. That is clearly a movie as opposed to some made for TV sort of not disposable TV. But in some cases for Disney Plus, it certainly appears to be as Disney Plus a, a whipping off Willow. I digress. But yeah, all right. What else have we got, Craig? Yeah, it's just enough, isn't it? Like Dan says, it's just enough. Here's this character. Here's this character. Here's this character. You know, and here's a voiceover. Who's that? And it's weird, isn't it? Looking at these things again, and like you say, nearly like nine years old is just, yeah, that's that's crazy. And, and we've had so many much star wars it's it's quite hard to picture what i knew at that point we'd seen those stormtroopers hadn't we we'd seen images of those new uniforms and we'd seen bb8 hadn't we up to that point i think it might might have been the first time we'd seen him rolling along Mm. and i remember sort of that that feeling of like oh that's how he moves and that's what those stormtroopers look like when they're in action and just sort of seeing that next little step from all the, the the print and the digital kind of bits that had been uh, leaked out to that point, it was nice to see it all coalescing. And I remember that you know con- the conjecture and the debate as to who that who was who was was the voice, you know, the Snoke voiceover. Is that the, that's not the Emperor, is it? You know, sort of, you know, discussing with your mates kind of who that who that was. Yeah, it is. It's very. It's just really interesting to watch that back. I haven't seen that for ages. <laughs> No one's mentioned the Falcon. Oh, that's the best shot of the whole thing. (laughs) And then the the, the main theme kicking in. Yeah, we entered the era of atmospheric flying, which they they did a little bit in the prequels and they did none of really in the uh, in the original trilogy. But now it's it's in every show where you get lots of daylight, uh, low atmosphere flying with little vapor trails just streaming off the edges of the ships. Yeah. Well, that comes in as well, doesn't it? Just as he's the voiceovers, the dark side and the light. And doesn't the mu- music kick in at the same time you get the Falcon and then the TIE fighter sound as well? So you know you're, you know you're back, in, back in familiar ground and those, that adrenaline's kicking in and then the is kicking in and go full throttle. The other bit that with this is probably worth noting is that these each of these kind of shots were became a top tra- trading card and it was a set of tops trading cards. I had the digital app at the time that had just come out and obviously everyone was getting hyped for, you know, the Star Wars Force Awakens. So there was loads of sets related to that, but they released the set of these and yeah, they were uh, for a time. Yeah. A very much desired set of cards. Yeah. It's card set for a trailer. (laughs) First time I'd seen that. I mean, what about that lightsaber? What about that hilt when it kicked out? Yeah. I just wondered how it, would work practically and i was quite surprised when he yeah uh, i was when i watched it and he first time and i think he burns ray uh finn in the shoulder with it doesn't he even yeah. uh, pressed up like, oh that's what it does <laughs> <laughs> but yeah 
so much being teased. As you say, the tease, so much being teased. You've got the X-Wings, you, you've got the, as I said, the speeder, the Kylo menacing, but igniting his lightsaber, the, the fanfare, the Falcon, TIE Fighters. It was BB-8. I remember, I think I was talking to Grant at the time and Grant was like, mm, yeah, not sure about the BB-8 thing. Because this was before Celebration, before we saw what BB-8 was like when, yes. you know, the real one came out on the stage. But in the trailer, BB-8 then sort of looks at the camera as if it's breaking the fourth wall, kind of, ooh, comedy value. And I, I think that's, I remember Grant picking that up and then telling me and I was like, mm, oh yeah, see your point. But yes, yeah, so many things coming out of a, what, a one minute, 30 second trailer. Absolutely teased though. I remember being in, I think it was their father's from that Christmas. So it was that 2014 Grant and me were getting drunk as normal. And he was, he was waxing lyrical about this trailer. And I, I forget all of the, he kind of went through each shot and was describing how, oh, yeah, they're going to do it. I mean, the, the one bit I do remember, he talked about the TIE fighters flying from, from right to left, as opposed to the TIE fighters in A New Hope going down the trench, flying from right, uh, left to right. One way, they flying in the opposite direction to those to those uh, to those tie fighters. That oh, yeah, they're going to turn everything on its head, and they're sending us messages. And he kind of went through each shot of the trailers. I wish that I'd, I I could remember all of it, but yeah, it was it was quite a good conversation. And also, I think yeah, actually, yeah, I can see all of that as Grant does. <laughs> Brilliant. So as I said, that video that that trailer came out in November of twenty fourteen. And it racked up 58 million views in its first five days. It was one of the most watched trailers of 2014. However, everyone knew that it was going to be the hottest film of 2015. But it wasn't the most watched trailer of 2014. Any of you guys guess what that was? It's going to be St. Marvel, I reckon. Or Bond. Was there a Bond movie that year? I will... uh, Cut straight to the chase. We've got a lot to cover. So November 2014. Yeah, 58 million. First five days. Very, very popular. But it was the movie Fifty Shades of Grey, which yeah. had a four-month head start. <laughs> and uh, and knocked up 93 million YouTube views since its release in July. And uh, yeah, that was the most watched preview of the year. But bearing in mind... That Force Awakens came out right at the end of November. Yeah, did well. Did well. Fifty Shades of Grey. That's just a load of people after a sneak peek, isn't it? Dirty, <laughs> dirty. <laughs> now we're going to move on to celebration. We're going to move on to April 2015. So you still got eight months to go. And I remember being there. It's Star Wars Celebration at Anaheim in 2015. Everyone queuing up overnight, joining. We joined it around about two in the morning, I think. Got into the main auditorium, hunkered down, and just was there with the whole enthusiasm, anticipation, excitement, body odour, you name it. It was there. Everyone was up for it, waiting and just hoping that you're going to get into that panel. And in that panel we got, and we got to see such an incredible trailer, which will be with me for the rest of my life. Now, what I'm going to share with you, because I've, I think part of the trailers, 
part of what attracts me so much to the trailers is what it does to the fandom, how the fandom reacts, how we all, you know, react to this. Some of my fondest Star Wars memories are the trailers and the experiences we have. So whilst I can on this occasion share with you the official link, there are hundreds of versions out there of where these things have been seen at the auditorium or at Star Wars Celebration. Now, I was so wrapped up in the excitement of this. I was stood next to Grant. We had our tickets, we had our wristbands and we were in there. But it was one of those, we're going to get to watch the trailer. We're going to get to watch the trailer. I didn't have my phone in my hand. I want to see this with my own eyes. <laughs> I didn't want to be living life through a lens. It was like, no, we we must watch this. Watch it all, because if you're doing it through a lens, you probably miss something. The video which I'm going to share with you is is the first time the uh, the trailer was shown. I ended up recording it the second time <laughs> because they did show it again immediately afterwards. But the first time, let's have a little look at that. Uh, who wants to see a new teaser? I know that we've said thank you a lot to you guys, but I just need to say it one more time uh, on behalf of, of Kathy and myself and to everyone who's watching uh, who's not here. We cannot thank you enough. Uh, the, uh, the energy that you guys are uh, throwing our way is evidence of the force, and we couldn't be more grateful. Um, and we want to show you, uh, this is our second teaser, and uh, we're very excited for you to see it. We hope you like it, uh, but mostly, Mostly, thank you so much for thank all you. of your support. Thank you.
Probably having a proper geek meltdown when he played again, played again, played again. (laughs) Played again. (laughs) Oh, my word. Right, Dan, we're going to come on to you in a second because I know you had your experience of that. But, Craig, where were you when this was played? Well, I was some way behind you uh, in Anaheim. So I had gone over. It was the first morning, wasn't it? I was on my own. I'd got my Obi-Wan Kenobi cosplay on. First time I'd ever ventured out dressed up as a Star Wars character in uh, in full anger. And I remember they, they started to get people to queue around the building. It's my memory of it anyway. So we were queuing sort of around the side and then back up. So I didn't attempt to stay overnight or start queuing at 2 a.m. or anything like that. I, I joined, you know. The sun was up. It was it was the morning. And I thought, if I get in, I get in. If I don't, I don't. So I was queuing up just along with everybody else. And then they, they started to give out wristbands. And I thought, oh, hello. You know, I'm, I'm in with a chance here. I'm going to get into uh, one of the, the streaming rooms at, at least. But it was very slow moving. And the panel started up. And I don't remember this from Essen. I think the technology probably moved quite a, a leap in those few short years because people were streaming it on their phones and i remember a couple of guys in front of me were you know they got it up and the panel started and it was a live stream of, of everybody being introduced and i was sort of like inching towards them <laughs> and sort of going a little bit on my tippy toes just trying to look over their shoulders and they, they clocked me doing it and they're like oh you know gather around gather around so there were as many people in this uh, queue to get into the building as possible just huddled around this phone with these complete strangers watching this unfold watching the the, the panel unfold. and i just remember thinking this is magic you know what i mean even if even if i don't get in this is this is just such a moment and then the then the the, the line freed up people started moving forward jogging up the steps to the front of the uh, the entrance at the convention center in anaheim and my lightsaber that was clipped to my belt going flying and everybody going whoa <laughs> uh, like scrabbling to get it and get back in you know so i didn't miss my spot and getting in filing into this this side room this this streaming room and we were still watching it on the phone right up to the moment we got in and then the phone went off and we could watch it on the big screen and then they played that trailer and i was like everybody else i think i probably grabbed the leg of the man next to me in excitement <laughs> that moment when han solo comes in and the chewy we're home line was just yeah it was just magical. You're right, mate. What what a great experience. It's one of those things everyone will remember where they were. Just looking back at that trailer, you had the slow sweep in left to right with a familiar force theme. And it was slowly dawned on you that what you've got in front of you is a crashed Star Destroyer. Because first of all, you're just your focus is on this small moving object going from left to right. And it wasn't until the second take, I think, that I realised that then there's a crashed X-Wing as well in the mid-distance, in the foreground. And then you just see that Star Destroyer. You see the scope and the stories immediately there to be told, which are yet to be told. Because why why, why is that Star Destroyer there like that? You know, already my mind is racing, thinking, what stories am I about to learn? Force is strong on my family. My father has it. You then see Vader's broken helmet. You're like, whoa, didn't see that coming. Um, fire everywhere. R2, my sister has it. Oh, it's just so much, so much coming out from that. A lightsaber being passed from an alien type person to a, to a woman. 
you have that power too. So, you know, a little bit of misdirection, it's a direction, what's going on? There's so much happening. Carnage in the hangar, X-Wings everywhere, more triumphant music, Ray's hand to Finn, they're clearly partners. BBA, Phasma, you know, the the hype about Phasma, the explosions, flying inside a Star Destroyer. And then the Han, the Chewie were home thing. Oh, my word. Mind blown. Mind blown. Pete? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I can't... I'm pretty sure I watched it in the office because I think it was... I don't know what tech I had. I think I was working on a desktop, so I think I had to, to actually go in and watch it and plug the headphones in. I wasn't... Uh, sadly, I wasn't... Uh, celebration, which just sounds so amazing, just hearing you guys talking about that. I can just imagine how that would have been. But... um. Yeah, I know, which is everything about it, wasn't it? The Star Destroyer moment as well. I remember just sort of seeing that, thinking, what is going on? What has happened? Where you just, everyone's <laughs> mind start racing. Anyone who's got any Star Wars knowledge is just thinking, huh? What? <laughs> where, <laughs> where have they gone? Because we had nothing, didn't we? And I think now, I think the thing with these trailers, you look back at them with what you know now, but at the time we had nothing for so long and there's no mm. sort of stories and nothing being filled in. And you just think, what has happened? Why is that there? And... You just it just starts the possibilities, and you start your mind starts racing, doesn't it? But um, it's everything you just listed. It's every scene, isn't it? It's just like wow. Plus, um, I think even for me, just that this Christmas when that comes out, that even mm. gives you a bit of a buzz, doesn't it? There's something quite special about that. Just that there is obviously sort of time of year, and it's just you've got something to look forward to. It's just like it's Christmas. Plus, we've got a brand new Star Wars movie. Just yeah, yeah, epic. And yeah, the cheery we're home. Oh, that must have broken the internet that day, surely. <laughs> Best trailer line of all time, surely. Do, do you know what? It's so funny because afterwards, me, me and Grant, our good friend Grant Criddle, we walked out of this little auditorium, gibbering Rex, then got given a free poster. It's like, my day can't get any better. What you know? What have you just done to me? Give me this poster. We were so, not traumatised, but like just beyond the ability to function as a human being. I remember Grant was struggling to roll his poster. It was just like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, and we were just wandering around, just struggling to open or push a door because it was like, oh, 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 brain can't compute so many things. It's that sort of shock you, you experience on, on in so many ways in a negative way in life. But I guess getting it in a, such a positive way, it's just a weird reaction, isn't it? It's just kind of like, oh, just getting a it real was, buzz. It was a weird reaction. It was, it was something else. And it was something which I will treasure, you know, forever. It, it was so good, that moment. And, and the positivity that we get from the fandom, from the trailers, you know, we... People will talk all the time about negativity in the Star Wars world, but all of us there, the hype. Oh, it was amazing. Dan, you had a really good experience, didn't you, in London? Yeah, it's a bit different. So um, I think in the, in the uh, was it what, five months since we saw the first trailer, I've now I'm now split up from my my now ex-wife, and I dipped my toes into online dating and met my now wife, and she. Entered, I was asking her about it earlier because I couldn't remember where she got the tickets from. It was some ballot on Facebook managed to get us two tickets to go and watch the panel in the Empire Cinema at Leicester Square. There was a special event being held for people who couldn't make it out to celebration. It was a live stream. 
and yeah we got to watch it with 500 other star wars fans in london and it was great because we got down to the to the empire leicester square there was a big queue outside they had loads of star wars music playing to all the weird al yankovic parody songs they were playing lapdy neck and yub nub and it's a bit of a party atmosphere and people obviously you know there's a lot of traffic going through leicester square they had the big billboards up with the, you know, with Star Wars, The Force Awakens on. People are going, are you guys getting to watch the film? <laughs> so I did, uh, I did, I did say to a few people, yeah, yeah, we're going to come watch the film. <laughs> they were like, wow. But yeah, it wasn't, unfortunately, it was the panel. So we got let in. Um, Warwick Davis came out and presented it. Then they fired up the, the big screen, showed the entire panel. And then, yeah, we got to watch the, uh, it cut away. And we was like, what's going on? And they're not going to show us the trailer. And then they they played the trailer. Obviously, they had a, a copy of it. They could they could fire straight up on the screen. And we got to watch the trailer twice as well. And the atmosphere, probably not as electric as it was in uh, at Celebration. But it, I, I can't imagine it was far off of it. There were, there were grown men crying. And, uh, yeah, it was brilliant. So, yeah, although I could have sat at home and streamed it, it was it was definitely a, a nicer way to watch it. And then we went to, I think we went to Bubba Gump Shrimp after that and had a, had a nice meal. So, yeah, oh, good wow. day out. Yeah. Mate, <laughs> boom. I mean, you must have realised at that stage, you are, I've got a keeper here. She scared yeah. you away with that. <laughs> it was, oh, you know what, when I talk about how bad things were, they were bad, and that was someone doing a really nice thing for me and memory. We sat on what I showed her that video because there's a like a, a montage of the of the event and, we watched it earlier on and she was like wow that was that was nearly nine years ago eight years ago so yeah nice little memory of one of our earliest dates oh mate that's awesome i didn't know that that's a lovely little story so yeah the hype everyone can be talking about that did you guys i mean i, I know i've gone through the trailer there and, and listed everything but did you take anything else from that trailer when i was a kid uh, I had a book called Space Wreck, and it was one of my favourite books. And it was a sort of sci-fi fantasy illustration kind of compendium of imagined crashed spaceships. And it used to fascinate me. And there was I remember one spread particularly uh, of this huge kind of dreadnought spaceship. And they were done by people like Chris Foss and that kind of era of, of, of illustrator. And this this sort of giant ship, be and and these little tiny trees silhouetted against it and it's just one of those things that really stuck into my mind and when that star destroyer appeared on the on the screen it was it was exactly that it was exactly that kind of i'm a big fan of like decayed urban environments i love videos of preppy app and shipwrecks and things so that kind of really appealed to me it's like it's star wars as we knew it and this is different and it's all broken down and like you say there's a there's a story to be had here and and i think they knew that because they tried to repeat the trick didn't they in rogue one when they had the big sculpture of the jedi in the uh in, in the sand mm. that was in the trailer wasn't it yeah um, it's, it's very very sort of evocative imagery and for an opening shot, yeah, just uh, just brilliant. And and the other thing I'd say about this trailer is that there's still a lot of Luke in it. You know, it wasn't until the poster started hitting that everyone's going, oh, where's Luke? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And there was a lot of talk at the time, was that Mark Hamill dialogue taken from Return of the Jedi or was that newly recorded? And I think I think I remember it being, it turned out it was newly recorded dialogue. The cadence was slightly different to what was in Return of the Jedi. So, yeah, everyone was getting... Yeah. That's how that's how far we're going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> it was all yeah. you had. It was all you Everyone's had. Just thirsty for info. Yeah, that's classic. Lots of good memories from that. You know, whatever it is two minutes of footage. Brilliant stuff. And it was later in the year. 
It was the 20th of October 2015 that the main trailer dropped. And funny old thing, it just so happened that I was actually in Florida then on a family holiday to Disney. So we were there as it dropped in the middle of a, a football show, I think it was, which then became the norm for trailer drops. And it, it was, yeah, it was around about 10 p.m., something like that in America, that this trailer dropped. Who are you? I'm no one. I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. There are stories about what happened. It's true. First of all, I had to stay up till three o'clock. I think it was three o'clock in the morning to watch that. I stayed up <laughs> because it was kind of like, oh yeah, ESPN, they're going to show it on some Monday night football game. And I remember there was a group of us because I think by then we'd established like a, a Father's From Facebook chat or Messenger chat and a few of us were staying up to watch it. It's like, oh, when is it going to drop? The football had started, but obviously we weren't going to drop it at the start of the football. It was going to be on in the ads and yeah, three in the morning. I remember just, uh, yeah, it blew the music. Is that, that music when the Falcon jumps to hyperspace? You see it in there where the music lifts. And yeah, I was. I, I think that I know the Tuba home moment is absolutely classic, and everyone everyone talks about that. But that trailer, I must have watched it a dozen yeah. times. I was blown away by it at the time. It was brilliant. So much going on in it. So much cool stuff. Han gets the best line again, doesn't he? Yeah, it's true. True, all, all of it. it. It's just, yeah, it's great. It's just giving us a little bit of everybody's story, isn't it? There's just enough there to kind of get your head around what's going on with yeah. those main characters. I mean, that's huge, isn't it? You're right, Craig, with your whole thing about Han. You know, you look back to A New Hope and he was so cynical. Didn't believe any of it, did he? Didn't believe in anything, which would make him believe that there was force. And you, you saw 
slight character development throughout the movies. He started then saying, may the force be with you and stuff. But the way he then says it, yeah, there are stories about what happened. And then he just says, it's true. All of it. it yeah. Really, really. It was, it's, I, I've flown from one side of this galaxy to the other and I've seen nothing that makes me think there's all one powerful force. I think it's the controlling everything. Yeah. 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 I think in that moment, they're ciphers, aren't they? Han, Han is our generation and Ray is there representing the, that next generation that Disney are wanting to get into the cinemas, if you're being uh, metaphorical yeah. about it. Absolutely. But so much said and not said, so much already misdirection. What's going on? You know, who are you? I'm no one. I was raised to do one thing. And then when he talks about the light side and the dark, and then he talks about the Jedi, as he says Jedi, that's when Finn puts his arm on the shoulder of Poe. And I think there was a lot of misdirection. In fact, I remember at Celebration, there was some imagery there and some some bits in their little museum area, which had Finn with a lightsaber on his belt. Yeah, so there was there was so much stuff being put in there, and as you said, Dan earlier on, we're just trying to analyze everything, hoover it all up. The force is calling to you; just let it in. Oh, gets me going. But it's the music as well. I think you just mentioned it, but I wrote it down, and then with multiple explanation marks. I remember downloading that on the, and then whenever I'm running and that comes on, it always just gives me a buzz. It just just gets you every time, and. It's just phenomenal. I know it's revisiting old tunes, but just the way it's laid out in that trailer, and even from start to finish, even the way it ends with the, the few little keys, it's um, just spot on. But um, even the Knights of Ren look like they might be actually quite good in that trailer. See <laughs> 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 like that little flashback of them in the ray, in the in the in the lightning. It's kind of like, oh, what's going on there? Because you have no idea who are they. It's like not even any mention of those guys before. It just added so much to the folklore and to everything else. There are stories about what happened. I thought it was brilliant. It just really sort of world built for me in a galaxy far, far away. There are stories about what happened. It's true, all of it. I can't get enough of it. I love it. Yeah, I remember just we going down sort of rabbit warrens with this. I remember the uh, outside Maz's, outside the bar when you had all of those flags. I remember it was all those rumours going, it was a Mandalorian flag up there. And what does that mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's quite funny looking back now. So I know we're kind of going to go, I'm going to go off topic slightly with this, but the guy, the old guy that they go and visit at the very start of the film, the guy at The Exorcist, what's, what's that actor's name? Yeah, Max von Sydow. That's it, like yeah. That? So yeah. there was, I remember around this time, there was rumours that, that he was in it and that he was going to be playing um, Boba Fett, an old Boba Fett. And it's quite funny now when you look back at how Boba Fett ended up in the desert as a, you know, <laughs> probably couldn't have been a million miles away from that character by the time you get to that time, that time frame. Like age-wise, you could have Tamura Morrison playing the character. But yeah, it wasn't to be. <laughs> the things which we're all coming up with and making up and just thinking, oh yeah, this will happen, that'll happen. It's just, yeah. you know, it's it's funny because it's like being in a playground again, isn't it? We we come up with yeah, these yeah. ideas and be like, yeah, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. It's just, none of it worked out to be true. It's true. The Force, the Jedi. All of it. It's all true. Towards the end, there's an element which you see the falcon, you see this and the other, and then you see an explosion. 
and or you see an explosion behind the falcon and then it's the explosion of of the sort of planet death star type randomness and i remember people going no they don't they don't destroy the falcon do they and there was a load of people having watched that trailer were hmm. hugely worried <laughs> that the falcon was going to meet his demise and uh, i remember again grant was like i got a bad feeling i got a bad feeling about this. I think the Falcon's going to go. And we were like winding ourselves up. <laughs> yeah. It goes back to what I said about making up stuff in the playground. Yeah, we were all convinced the Falcon was going. But anyway. We've had two teasers. Now we've had the main trailer. You know, we're getting on now. This is 20th of October. But no. It's not enough. Then in November, a month leading up to the big launch, the TV spots started hitting us. The 9th of November, the 13th of November, the 16th, the 21st, the 27th, the 8th of December, there was a 10 days to go one. The 13th of December, there was a five days to go one. And and whilst all different and whilst all wonderful, there's an element there uh, of duplication. So we're not going to go through them all on the podcast. But you fellas... I'm going to put you through them all now. So, right, listeners, we're going to listen to all these seven TV spots and we're going to come back to you with some of our favourite bits. Here's the first one. I have lived long enough to see the same eyes in different people. I see your eyes. I know your eyes. Star Wars The Force Awakens I have lived long enough to see the same eyes in different people I see your eyes I know your eyes Like that? Yeah, because they're getting onto the slightly secondary characters now, aren't they? So it's a bit bit Lupita, a bit Maz Yeah, yeah. It's hard now though, isn't it, to get not I think if I'd have watched that nine years ago, I'd have been in the roof going, oh, I wonder what that's about. Because you've seen it all now, it's so hard to get excited about them. It doesn't, it, yeah. I suppose from that perspective, you watch some, you know, it's like watching some of the old Phantom Menace TV spots that you got, you know, as, as we got closer to when that was coming out, the, what they called the, the, the poems. Tones. Yeah, they're kind of like that, aren't they? Just to get that, that extra bit of hype in before the film came out. Certainly hype, and hype was building. And then hype came again on the 13th of November when we saw the second TV spot. Who are you? I'm no one. Follow me. Nothing will stand in our way. I'll show them the dark side. I don't know your name. Finn, what's yours? I'm right. You might need this. Force Awakens. 
So what are they giving us now? It's the music. They're giving us Ray's theme and Kylo Ren's theme. They're getting yeah. braver, not relying yeah. on the old stuff. Absolutely. They're exploring their soundtrack a little bit more. Each of those have been different. Yeah, nice one. I like that a lot. What else are we getting? I don't think this is the answer you're looking for, but, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I remember, you know, a lot of a lot of the the build up to this this film was was centered on this return to practical effects, and it really struck me watching watching the film, but also there's elements of it in the trailers where those explosions feel real. They they're throwing people around. There's recoil mm. on the guns. The flames are real. It, it's not got that photoshoppy look the prequels had or the ancient techniques that, you know, ILM were using on the, the original trilogy. There's a real visceral quality to some of it. And I think when you see a fast edit like that, it really kind of brings that to the fore as well. Yeah, absolutely. You, completely on point, yeah. But you're right, that wasn't what I was immediately <laughs> thinking. But it's a great observation. I mean, f- from my point of view, it was just you know, real short, real quick TV spot which was just a basic format of storytelling, as Dan's already said, with, with the music. Because the music helps so much, doesn't it? You know who the light characters are, who the dark characters are. They're, they're trying to appeal to so many different audiences by doing this, aren't they? They're, they're giving us stuff for the, for the diehards, for the old schoolers, and for the new ones. There are stories about what happened. It's true. So I think the purpose of this was just A, to build the hype, to get it out there, just raise so much anticipation. That's obviously what these TV spots are for. We've seen it, it's come in, it's there already. But then we've already spoken about the misdirection. And this next one, I think, was full of it. You don't know a thing about me, what I've seen. We all need to run. Hope is not lost today. We must face them. Fight them. Sure you're up for this? Hell no. Star Wars The Force Awakens. I think we can just call that one Finn's TV spot. Definitely a Jedi. I'll put money on that. Finn's a Jedi. (laughs) It all could have gone so differently. <laughs> you know, there would have been arguments in the playground about that. Finn was absolutely a Jedi. Of course he's a Jedi. Finn had his own TV spot. Undeniable. I never thought that he was. I don't remember watching all of this. I think there must must have been enough out there that he wasn't and that Ray was that I didn't ever think that he was a Jedi. Even seeing him there holding the lightsaber i never got i never walked into oh yeah he's going to be the next jedi I don't, can you guys remember thinking that I, I, I... they were certainly playing with it weren't they i remember when the disney elite figures came out and they released ray and she didn't have a lightsaber there was two releases of it though wasn't there you had to get the variant with the lightsaber and as then, well and then after the film came out they released it with the lightsaber so they they they, they you know they know what they're doing Such a test. 
teams. Give it everything you got. You don't know what I've seen. We all need to run. We must face them. Fight them. That's the best TV spot yet. First glimpse of a helmetless Kylo Ren as well at the end there. Mm. I like that one a lot. There was a lot of danger with that. There was a lot of darkness. You, yep. you quite clearly knew that there were two baddies in that. Yeah, talking it opens to with the Imperial March at the start. They dropped a bit of that in. Yeah, that was that was definite badness. And I liked it. And then you had Poe saying, right, let's go. Give it everything you got. And then there's a dogfighting, that classic sort of dogfighting scene, which they did a Return of a Jedi, which, you know, so technically advanced at the time. Wonderful. Um, it just it just had everything going for it. I want to go and watch it now. Guys, we'll finish this tomorrow. I, I just, right, I'm, <laughs> off to I'm off to watch Force thing. Awakens. So good. Have you got, um, there's one other trailer. I don't know if you if you missed it, Jez, or just purposely left it out. There was an international trailer that came out in November that's probably worth taking a look at. So this is the international trailer. Came out November, November time. It must be mid-November, and was another glimpse of a, a set of scenes that we hadn't seen. None of the TV spots had, had come at this place, so it was the first chance to get some new, Ooh. some new nuggets. Lovely. Who are you? I'm no one. Where do you come from? I know all about waiting. For my family. fulfill our destiny. I will finish what you started. I don't know your name. Finn. I'm right. There are stories about what happened. The Force. It's true. I don't think I've ever seen that before. You weren't enough of a nerd in 2015. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
you obviously dug that out somewhere deep on the internet. Have you, have you guys seen that? Oh, that was, I must have, heck, I was just looking for everything. I remember that being, I think there might have even been a second one, but yeah, I remember seeing that on, on my iPhone where I was staying in Florida and I was like, yeah, I can't wait now. I was already hyped and I'm even even more hyped. I think when I was out there, they were, they already started giving away the, the cups in cinemas if you went in and bought a, a drink. So I was, even though I weren't going to watch a film, I was going in and buying <laughs> sodas so I could get the cups. <laughs> yeah, no, I... I remember seeing that when it came out. I'm just going through some of the YouTube comments for this one. Absolutely love the Apocalypse Now TIE Fighter shot. Subtle details like a bit of shimmer and heat exhaust from the fighters show how much attention to detail is going into this movie. I hope they focus as much on characters and story. Can't wait. Yeah, was that the first time we'd seen the Apocalypse Now shot? I think so. Yeah. Maybe in a in a moving image, I think they might have shown some stills and stuff in publicity and stuff. Yeah, but yeah that was the. There's so there was so much positivity around it, wasn't it? It didn't feel like you know you think where we've got to now, but yeah. before that all started, everyone was I think united and wanted it to be great and was just so excited by it. Hungry, everyone was hungry for it, wasn't they? Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that Philip Zamora on YouTube seven years ago. Okay, this is the trailer I've been waiting for. I'm part of the small minority that was left unimpressed by the other trailers that have been released. This international trailer gives you a better feel for the tone and story, and this feels like something Spielberg would have made back in the late 80s. I love it. If they maintain the same feeling in the actual film, this could be one of my all-time favourite movies. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, great shout, Dan. I, uh, I completely missed that one. There are so many... <laughs> But yeah, that's that was a great one. Distinct sort of lack of main Star Wars themes, wasn't there? Which often propel these. We, we've all spoken about the music propelling the um, the, the TV spots through, and that one there was a distinct lack of it. I couldn't. I couldn't put my. I couldn't put my finger on the music. What it was though, I don't know if it was made for the trailer or because I can't picture it in any of the films being used anywhere. Bit of a strange one. Yeah. Very subtle. But that's the Japanese for you, isn't it? They're like a, a bit more subtle than us out in the West. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Thank you very much, Don Maragato. Are we really doing this? CBA, hold on! You might need this. I think I can handle myself. That's why I'm giving it to you. Follow me. A new journey <laughs> begins. You're sure you're up for this? Hell no. Star Wars The Force Awakens, rated PG 13. They are really giving it everything, aren't they? Ah, uh, it just brings back memories of on like, Facebook. They'd have like the 100 days to go, 50 days to go, 25 days to go, and then they started the big countdown. Just reminds me of that. But you were seeing them on the TV, weren't you? I remember just be watching yeah. the news or something and then you'd just get all those trailers coming in and then just picking up bits you hadn't seen. And yeah, it's an incredible they make, time. They make you appreciate how creative those tone poems were for the, uh, <laughs> for the prequels. Because at least there was, a, you know, there was a concept there and it was almost like yeah. in your head you could collect the set. <laughs> you yeah. know, seen them all. Whereas these are just like different cuts of very similar stuff. Yeah, it's almost like, oh, yeah, we've got some sort of 
you've training scheme person working at Lucasfilm this weekend. Right, uh, mate, here's a, um, right, you've got 60 seconds and uh, throw something together. I mean, they're all great because we're lapping them up and go, oh, I haven't seen that bit. Oh, I haven't seen that bit. All the music has changed. But yeah, it's not necessarily choreographed, are they? Let's come up with the title, Secret. So that would have been the working title for that TV spot, be Secret. What mm. was the secret in that? I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've seen these a few put times together. putting this together. These would mm. have been put together with a specific purpose to go out at a specific time to a specific audience. So, you know, let's do a loud, shouty adventure one that's, you know, going to go out near the footy on a Saturday or whatever. You know, there'll, there'll be some thinking behind of all of the, all of this. Um, it's a shame we're not party to it. Anyway, there's another one you say. You there, Jess? Hello, hello. You still there, Craig? I'm here. Yeah, I'm here as well. Oh, there you go. I just we'll rapidly watch, went through that TV spot. There's no secret in there at all. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's no secret. You're right, Craig. You're spot on yet again. And um, they, yeah, they failed in their execution there. There's no secret. Yes, no. That's a good spot on the title. Have they all had separate little titles? Yeah. That was called The Secret. The other one was... All the Way. All the Way. Finn TV then spot. one was called Finn, yeah. TV spot two, and then... 60 second TV spot. <laughs> unless unless these are titled is. by YouTube. But anyway, five days to go. Oh, the anticipation. I think I'm already queuing up outside the Odeon. Get ready! Okay, for what? All right, let's light it up! And now, in five days, the wait. Star Wars: The Force Awakens, rated PG-13. You can forgive them for that, can't you? Get ready, you... Let's light them up now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the it's all the lines that relate to the fact that it's out. It's out in five days. You would have been buzzing, Craig, watching that at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Every time it would have been on, you would have been there ironing in the front room, and then before you know it, you got a burnt shirt. Oh, I can picture it now. Yeah, good times. So there we go, guys. The rest is history. That was the Force Awakens. Yeah, the TV spots went on for a little bit at the end, but the hype had been there. It had been there from November, November two thousand and fourteen. It got to its maximum point. It's Star Wars Celebration, which will stay with us forever. And Peter, who thinks he was in the office. But apart from that, <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely out, out, outstanding. The Force, it's calling to you. Just let it in. So The Force Awakens, it did it. It got the hype up because I think I watched it 14 times at the cinema. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. And watching these trailers right now, it does give me a little bit of nostalgia. It does make me want to go back and watch them. They were good times. They were simple times. 
This is not going to go the way you think. Now guys, The Last Jedi. Now before we go into it, The Last Jedi split fandom. What are your thoughts on Last Jedi? I'm going to go around the room. Pete? I think it's another one of those. I remember leaving the cinema being quite into it, but whether you just... It's weird, isn't it, how much the sort of the, 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 the thought starts settling in after you sort of like walk away from it. But I remember initially walking out of the cinema thinking it was good. I remember thinking um, there were some weak bits. I think the casino bit was a tough watch from the start. I don't think that bit's ever kind of thought that was good or needed. I just think there's there's certain parts of it that I think are epic, like the hyperspeed hyperspeed through the through the ship was I think one of the best Star Wars moments ever. That's still I think that is just it's worth the movie just for that. I think going through everything just to to see that. But yeah, I think it was good. I really enjoyed it. Would you watch it? You know, if it, if it was not if it was on telly now, I think most people would do it. Is it one of those ones where if you think, oh, yeah, that's I'm flying on a plane. I'm I'm flying to, to Germany. I've got a selection of movies on. Last Jedi is one of them. Would you put it on? Probably the last 45 minutes. Okay. All right. <laughs> Interesting. Great. I think you have to bear in mind that personally, the intervening years between the... Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. I devoted a lot of time, effort, money, energy to, to dressing up being old Luke Skywalker. And <laughs> yeah. it's fair to say I was very emotionally invested. And that bit where he threw the lightsaber over his shoulder, I just I just remember my stomach just sort of doing this funny kind of sink, this flip. And it's almost like he didn't toss it to one side like he did in at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi or you know, discard it. It was just that comedy whoop, <laughs> over the shoulder. And I was like, what the? And that's the, that, that bit, I really struggle with it. I don't, I don't hate the film at all. There's lots of really good stuff in it. There's some stuff that doesn't quite sit with me, but I think it's a beautiful film and it's brilliantly put together, brilliantly shot. And I applaud it for taking some risks. You know, I, it got a lot of stick for, for not giving people what, they wanted and i think it's you know it deserves some credit for for confounding expectations and 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 being a little bit zigging when everybody wanted it to zag so yeah there's good bits and there's bad bits i still like it overall interesting i say interesting because we're very much aligned on that i think yeah you know we, we saw a lot of people with the that's not my luke skywalker that's not my king that's not my luke skywalker but it's just like you know People get old. There, there's some people who I knew who were younger who were really horrible people in old age. You know, and people can change and, and opinions can change. I don't know. It's tricky, isn't it? Because we're all so invested in these movies when they don't quite go our way. Yeah, people get emotional about it. I get it. I completely do. But you're right. He's turned beautiful. I think it's a beautifully shot movie. But that's not enough. Is it just being a beautifully shot movie isn't enough, people? You you need everything else. I like it. I'll, I'll put it on. I'm interested to know what Dan thinks. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. I, mean, I, I didn't think we'd go down this route because I was trying to stay objective to the trailers. Because okay, I'm just getting some after yeah, I look, after yeah. I'd watched trailers. That's one story, but then I saw the film. It becomes something else, and I think one of the big there was a few red flags for me. I didn't like the way. 
the legacy characters, as they're called, were treated. I think after everything they went through in the original trilogy, I'd quite like to see them have at least start off with a happy ending. And they all start off in a really terrible place. You know, Han Solo, what happens to him with The Force Awakens? That was the first red flag. I really like Force Awakens, but I thought, give it the benefit of the doubt. And then, yeah, if one just gets torn down, no one gets a happy ending. And it just, it, it breaks my heart a little bit. It really does. And I just thought one of the biggest mistakes of the film, in my opinion, is that there was no time jump between the films. You know, that really A Force Awakens and The Last Jedi are one movie because one starts where the other finishes. And up until that point, every Star Wars movie had a, you know, between the trilogies, the prequel and the, and the, and the, and the, and the original, there was an 18-year time jump or whatever. It's 20 years, four years between A New Hope and Return of the Jedi, et cetera, et cetera. But they didn't give the characters chance to, to grow in that time so you had all that back that, that that time in between where they've moved on and you've got to kind of catch up and reorientate yourself to where that character is and it just feels like jj abrams wanted luke skywalker at the end of force awakens and ryan johnson wanted to show that meeting and carry it on and that's the only reason there's no time jump you know ideally force awakens would have ended with the falcon taking off to go and find luke and you wouldn't have seen luke at the end of force awakens and then open with ray having found him and done some training it just everything just feels so clustered and when you watch those two films as one piece i just think they're just really really I don't know. I just don't feel it. And it really turns me off the movie. And there there's other things that happen. I don't like them. Everyone, it, it's a joke, but the Mary Poppins, Princess Leia, the, the, all the stuff on the, on the casino planet. I just, I just, yeah, I just, just, just not my film. And I'm not going to say, you know, have a pop at anyone that doesn't like it, but it is my lowest ranked Star Wars film. And I'll stand by that. The holiday special is a more enjoyable experience than the last Jedi for me. Okay. Do you know what? That's, that's exactly what I was after. Thank you very much, Dan. Perfect. 10 out of 10. Sorry. Because, no, <laughs> no, no. Please don't apologise. Star Wars is a buffet. Star Wars is a wonderful buffet uh, of entertainment. And we can sample bits. And, and quite frankly, if I go to a buffet, I'm going to stay the heck away from the tofu. You might like that. All right. It, there's different stuff for different people. And that's absolutely fine. I'm now going to show you some trailers. And it would just be interesting just to take your, you know, your, your point on the trailers um, and how maybe now of all other things which we've gone through and all of other things which we've experienced in, and the TV stuff which we've seen on Disney Plus, maybe, just maybe, after watching some of these trailers, you'll think slightly differently about The Last Jedi. Are you prepared to go with a little experiment? Do it. Wonderful. How exciting. This is all going to go wrong. Terribly, terribly wrong. It was Star Wars Celebration Orlando. I was running on a treadmill. Didn't get into the main um, in into the main arena. But this, at the end of the panel, was the Celebration trailer which was dropped.
like. Darkness. A balance. watching it on the show floor through the legs of a TIE fighter on the main on the main show <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, and, and sort of straining to see it and being very excited of course I was excited it was a it was a, it was a trailer to uh, the, the sequel of a film that I'd really enjoyed and had the great experience sort of being a fan of and all that entails I think it is very clear to me that it was this trilogy's attempt at the Empire Strikes Back it was red it was Sith coloured. It was. It had a leaning to the dark side, just in its tone and its look. And that killer line at the end: "It's time for the Jedi to end." Just intimated that things were going to get thrown up in the air. Yeah, and it wasn't going to take a linear path. I think that's evident from the trailer. But it's so hard to separate the film from the trailer <laughs> for me now that we've obviously seen the film, but. Yeah, I remember watching it at the time. I, I, I didn't see it in Orlando. I was in, in sunny Watford and uh, I'd come home from being out in Watford Shopping Centre and it was a Saturday afternoon. I just watched it on my phone. And I think when Luke said that at the end, I think it broke my heart a little bit. I was like, oh God, I can see where this is going. And I did have concerns from that trailer just based on him saying that was, actually, we can see all these scenes of Ray training. Why is he saying the Jedi must end? You know, there must be what else is going on. But yeah, it's the middle. It's the middle film of the trilogy. I think I already knew, we already knew at that point there was going to be Attats in there, and there was going to be a land battle. So you kind of got those Empire Strike Back feelings from that, or I did at least, anyways. Do you do you remember a film from the sixties called Cat Baloo? No. Right. So it's Jane Fonda and Lee Marvin, and Lee Marvin plays a washed-up gunslinger, and he's a kind of alcoholic, kind of you know deadbeat, and she's sent to sort of basically rehabilitate him to because there's this guy coming to town and also mm. played by Lee Marvin and he needs to get back in the saddle and so she sobers him up and this it's a sort of you know mid-60s kind of comedy western type thing but I went around telling anyone who would listen that that's the plot of The Last Jedi you were right <laughs> <laughs> you were right I think we just, I mean, when you think back, right, to, and I don't want to go down this too, and you can cut all this out if you want, Jez, because I do feel quite strongly about it. Though. When you look at the Luke in Last Jedi and then you look at his appearance in the season two finale of Mandalorian, 
it's night and day and that's the loop that so many of us wanted and we just didn't get and it's it's it was just so crushing to me that we didn't get that on the big screen with a 60 year old mark hamill wherever old he is now it's just it, i know it's all you know if what's maybe is and your own head cannon but i just can't i can't separate myself from that it's it's just there and it just yeah breaks my heart jake well, skywalker as, as mark hamill calls him <laughs> i i get that but you're looking at the time difference in mandalorian versus the time difference in last jedi mm-hmm. you know when you when you think about it how many years ahead was this meant to be yeah, it's 30 years, but, you know, we're going to get right into it. We should do a commentary on The Last Jedi, and I'll really get yeah. into it. But, you know, you see Luke, you see flashbacks of Luke trying to kill Kylo Ren, saying, oh, yeah, I yeah. was going to take him out. He didn't do that with Darth Vader. You know, his dad was the baddest of the bad. He, you know, he, he redeemed oh, his no. dad. Why wouldn't he try and redeem Kylo Ren? Sorry, sorry. It yeah. just... I've just... Well, I, I think we'll save that for <laughs> an analysis on The Last Jedi. I'm just showing you some trailers. Um, I you know, <laughs> might need to finish a podge. So, what do you really uh, feel, Dan? Yeah. What do you feel, Pete? I, I remember watching this. I remember I had an iPad at this stage. I remember sort of getting really into it and just sort of, just, I don't know, it's sort of Ray, I don't remember it being as Ray and Luke heavy as it seems to be. It's got definitely going down that route. But um, no, I think I was into it. Obviously, there's no casino action in that in that trailer, is there? So we hadn't gone there. So I think it was just the highlights we were, we were going to get. And um, yeah, I think that, Time for the Jedi to end line. It's just left everyone. So where are we going with this? Where are we going? And um, the Jedi books. I remember a lot of sort of follow up regarding those and what what they were and what they meant and people trying to read into to it and get deeper meaning meaning from that. And um, sorry, when you say the Jedi books, do you mean the sacred Jedi texts? Yes. Yeah. Right, Roger. That. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. Just um, loud and clear. Just checking. Yeah, there he is. And um, yeah, I remember just sort of trying to read into that and pause in and trying to, trying to get more more meaning meaning out of that that scene. But some of the main elements, oh my goodness! So look at it, right? Watch it right from the very very beginning, because right at the beginning, there's this like drawn out strings. It, it, after you've I think had the logo up, it sort of does that draw drawn out the musical version of fingernails down uh, a chalkboard of just like uh oh this is all going wrong a bit of foreshadowing possibly for you there Dan but it's just this whole oh nothing's quite right here then you've got some um, musical overlays there's some sort of original sort of OT Star Wars themes but then with a little bit of Ray themes like piped over the top which, which is nice which is showing a bit of contrast and, and then you're, you're seeing the islands there's that slow motion element. I hadn't picked up any slow motion before, you know, with this sort of tiny little rocks, pebbles, just you know, force hovering or, or whatever, uh, when Ray's there testing it out. So we're going into different areas with regards to, to trailers there. Then you've got a lot of Luke whispering, you know, just Luke quietly speaking. And there's the whole Karate Kid scene as the camera sort of pans around and, and you see, you know, the master uh, and the student. But it's the crate one. The, as soon as you saw those sort of rickety old ships crashing into the, the salt plains of crate, the beautiful different, um, the, the colours, the, the white versus the red there, as Craig's already said, you know, there's full of sort of Sith undertones, but even at crate itself, 
I, I just thought it was wonderful. And as Craig said at the beginning, it's just beautifully shot. To I me, will agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. It is a good looking film. I'll give it that. Yeah. But the whole it's time for the Jedi to end immediately followed with those musical keys, which were just of doom and gloom. It was like a horror film musical key there. It's time for the Jedi to end. I remember being at Celebration in the hall watching on a big screen. Then everyone almost not groaning at the end, but there was just like generic trepidation and like, oh no, what is going on here? There was no whooping and hollering. There was no cheering, really. It was just like, oh no, this has gone turbo bananas. This is bad. I want to watch it. And the title, The yeah. Last Who yeah. Who's the last guy? Is it singular? Yeah. Is it plural? All that kind of with it, didn't yeah. it? Great point. So then, right, so we know that at the moment, Dan Dan's already... Well, he hasn't seen the film yet, so Dan's still kind of excited. Right, you might say he's not, but he is. So, you know, we're, we're all excited, but we can see that it's a completely different movie. So this was in April 2017. Six months later, 10th of October, the main trailer hit. When I found you, I saw raw, untamed power. And beyond that, something truly special. has always been there. But now it's awake. And I need help. I've seen this raw strength only once before. It didn't scare me enough then. It does now. Kill it. If you have to. That's the only way to become what you were meant to be. Someone to 
Show me my place in all this. I've got goosebumps. I'm still excited to see the film at this point, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember reading yeah. reports about like on, I can't remember who it was. Onset report about Mark Hamill's performance, and they were talking about Oscar worthy. <laughs> I remember reading that, you know, thinking, "Wow, you know." And then seeing that little clip of him there, and he's just really going for it. It's a really good bit of actor vacating. <laughs> so at the time, we all had the faith, didn't we? Yeah. Yes. I watch that now, though. I just watch that, and I get goosebumps. It's so good oh my god this is i think one of the most triumphant one of the most magnificent trailers ever now i know immediately people will go yeah we just gave us a little lies and misdirection because looks from lied I, I get it but i'm living in the moment of the excitement and the passion that i had watching this seeing it and and for some people in star wars this is their favorite movie you know and so for them to have this trailer for their favourite movie, oh my word, you know, they've got proper jam on toast. Because, ah, oh, just my word, lost for words. But that ending, for those people who were just listening to this on the podcast, that was the ending where Raylo's like, Raylo, <laughs> Freudian, where, where Ray's just, I need someone to help me in all of this. And then you see Kylo hold out his hand and she takes it, and you, you're looking at this with fresh eyes, just going, what, what? I need to get to the cinema and watch this. This is, what? Now he's the baddie, she's the goodie. Oh. Worn out. Yeah, that voiceover, not, this is not going to go the way you think it is. Massive yeah. dis- misdirection as well, that's a great line. <laughs> yeah, for a lot of people, that was never a chill word said. They obviously knew to keep out... Um, Vice Admiral Holder as well from the trailer. <laughs> and and uh, Aidenson, he don't make the cut either, does he? No, he didn't make the cut. He's tooling he with you. It was at this point that Disney realised that small creatures with big eyes was the secret source. <laughs> Keep the franchise rocking and rolling for a few more years. Yeah, was that the first time the Porgs had centre stage? Probably was, wasn't it? In the Falcon. Yeah. I think so. I, I know this trailer so well. That I was watching it and I'm like, I'm sure I need second now the porgs with this bit of music go, rah, rah. and yeah, they did because it etched in my brain. Oh, God. I could watch that again and again. Do you think, though, at this point, because obviously, all right, we've had Force Awakens, we've also had Rogue One, and then we've got this, these trailers just don't seem as burned into my brain anymore because we've had so much even at this point a year yeah this is two years after force awakens we've had this is the third star wars movie i just don't yeah. i don't have massive memories of this the way that i do some no. of those force awakens ones no i agree i totally agree dan i think that first one is just everyone i remember watching it and just just the buzz the whole buzz of the yeah, the fandom was buzzing about it but even just friends who were just getting involved and i remember just, it was all over the tv wasn't it just the media blitz on that and i think just going through these, I recognise them, but it wasn't, they're not just etched, like you say, it just isn't, isn't there, whether it all just blends into what we now have, the amount of 
content we ha- now have. But um, yeah, at a time would have been all over it, but they just don't seem to have that prominence now. You have- Did you guys not just get hair sticking up on your arm? Did you not get goosebumps? I really enjoyed watching that again. <laughs> I, I won't lie, that was a great trailer. But, you know, yeah. to what Dan and um, yeah. you have just said, I think even, you know, Lucasfilm, Disney realised that, you know, that's where they put the foot on the brakes a bit because, you know, Star Wars movies were an event and they, it's almost like they need that space to breathe and to embed themselves into our consciousness and have that time with those trailers and, like say that period between the announcement to Force Awakens to Rogue One to this was just it was it was every year wasn't it it was just too fast it was too much because we had had yeah we had so we'd had Rogue One hadn't we as well before mm. this so we were yeah so you had 2015 2016 2017 and then Solo just five and a half months later so it got even worse <laughs> from, from that point but, of view but if you compare it to Marvel who did that very successfully because marvel jump around genres and they can have a light you know rom-com ant-man style movie and then a big epic you know infinity war movie and uh, and and they pace it in that regard whereas star wars never used to be that it was big movie pause big movie pause and then it just became well we're going to see this war epic in and then this caper movie and it just sort of lost its way very quickly but they've you know like i say they've they've recognized that and Taking a breather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oof, oh, crumbs, where am I going with this? I think this is just the first one I noticed where it's orchestrated with regards to it's choreographed to music. There, there's an explosion to a big like load of drums, and there's an explosion to this, and then a hit to that, and it and it's it's really choreographed with with the music the way it's. I don't know. I've not seen any others like that. To me, it was not bombastic, but it was just really, really magnificent. The colours and everything. I think, yeah, I've said it enough. Is it a question for you? Go on. So, given that this was on the this one came after Rogue One, and Rogue One famously used some really, really key, massive scenes in the trailer that didn't make it into the movie. Did we trust this one a little bit less? Was that on our minds? Oh, yeah, great question. From what I'd heard, that, you know, when you think about all the production problems that Force Awakens had, there was lots, and then Rogue One, this was the one where they were saying, you know, Ryan Johnson had a vision, beginning to end, Kathleen Kennedy was behind him. So I don't think I had that on this one because there was so much behind the scenes about how well everything had gone. There wasn't much talk of reshoots or going back so yeah I, I did have that a bit with rogue one for sure because the trailer was yeah just not that film it's a completely different movie i think um but yeah i did, I, I felt quite confident we was going to see what was in there myself did you not think craig did you think oh yeah they're not going to include that up it's gonna it just became a thing and it wasn't just star wars yeah. you'd, you'd hear you'd hear and read about it in other in other films you know that people were filming yeah. scenes just for trailers but even in those Force Awakens trailers, we kept seeing that clip of Mas Kanata handing off Luke's lightsaber to Leia, which obviously didn't make it into that mm. film. Mm. So it was happening early on, and then obviously the Rogue One stuff. But I think that that Last Jedi trailer, I think there isn't anything in there that isn't in the film. Might be wrong, but maybe I don't know it as well as some of the other Star Wars films. But I think it's all from the movie. Yeah. Bring on the big horses. <laughs> <laughs> See... 
There's I one thing in this. Yeah, and, 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 and Broom Boy, don't forget about him. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> there's one thing in this, though, because of the misdirection and the stuff which wasn't in uh, Rogue One. Craig's got a really good valid point there. Because <clears throat> there was no misdirection. There was no misdirection whatsoever. He kills Leah. Kylo Ren. All, all the way through that trailer, you could see it was back and forth, back and forth between him and Leah. do this do that and he was looking at Leah Leah was looking pensive he's there looking at his targeting computer it's like whoa but none of us saw that coming I, I, I think didn't as well there's an element Leah. of the fact that Kerry Fisher had already passed away at that point so even seeing her in trailers was a bit like oh look it's Leah you know you, for, you forget that now that she'd already she died the year before didn't she or the, yeah. the Christmas before Christmas 16 yeah yeah sad times yeah so um yeah, what what a, I think yeah, incredible. So we're all in agreement. It's an incredible trailer. Still yet to win you guys over. I think that's it's a, yeah, it's a tough shout that one. I think I had better chance when I was winning you over with Attack of the Clones. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're gonna press on. And uh, what's next for me? Right. So um, oh, wait. So they're the main two uh, trailers which I'm gonna show. And now there's just a couple of. TV links, one which came out on the 2nd of November and another one on the 21st. So there's only two. So we're just going to see if these work for us. This one is called Awake. Let the past die. That's the only way to become what you were meant to be. Darkness rises. And light I need someone to show me my place in all this. Come on! This is not going to go the way you think. Boy, oh boy. All I'm going to yeah. say is, I can't wait for the next three movies. Because when you look at that, when you look at the quality of that, because we've just been watching Disney Plus for the last few years. I mean, which we've had some great stories and Book of Boba Fett. Uh, and you know, <laughs> we've, had some, we've had some really, really good stuff on, on Disney Plus. But that is how you make movies. And if they can get the characterization right, the storytelling right, oh my goodness, come on, forever the optimist. We could have some cracking films just around the corner. What do you think of that one then? Misdirection. I wanted to see Luke fly the Falcon, but never mind. <laughs> Let the past die. Yes. <laughs> That's a great scene though, just him in the Falcon, even though he didn't get to fly, just having him in there. <laughs> it was a good scene. And the snow grim, is that the first time we'd seen that as well? That in all the red background, that's still a pretty epic set, I think. I don't know if that's the first time we'd sort of seen that in its side. They had rain, the last trailer, like screaming when she's getting held up in the air. Which... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a weird angle of it, then, yeah. Yeah. It's the falcon smashing out of the, out of the, the, 
the crate surface as well. That's that's pretty epic. So it was just a couple of weeks later we had the second, the final TV shot. Breathe now. Reach out. What do you see? Light. Darkness. And something else. It's calling me. Resist it, Ray. Ready PG-13. I need to watch that movie. Ray's turning super bad. She's got all these temptations. Luke is Luke's worried. It's all kicking off. The ground is cracking. It's going to be an amazing movie. But they knew not to put Canterbite in any trailer, didn't they? <laughs> Choose your path not to Canterbite. <laughs> or, or, or Holdo. Or Rose. Yeah. Another sign. Thank you. That's very interesting, isn't it? <laughs> okay, S- struggling to win you guys over. Oh, my goodness, this is harder <laughs> than I thought. Yeah, they're good, they're perhaps good uh, perhaps they're not, they're not good trailers. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to do what um, Ryan Johnson did after the film come out. Go on, like every podcast, do it going to do like an apology tour and Whoa. explain everything in the film. <laughs> yeah, listen, I listened to that guy talk for hours about why we should like this film and how we're all wrong or how I was wrong. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll send you the, uh, the there was an empire. Okay. He done an interview for empire two hour interview with them about the film and talking about how, you know, he wanted to put all the characters in the worst possible position that he could think of. And it's like, why, why can't I have a happy ending? <laughs> and, and it's a slow motion chase, the worst possible situation to be in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This, this, isn't really gonna go, this isn't going to go the way you think, Jez. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So I, I wasn't going to play this one. I, was, I wasn't going to do this one. But there is a Last Jedi in home cinema trailer thing. So it's, that's, it's called The Last Jedi in Home. Uh, and it came out afterwards where they were then saying, right, you can now buy this on 4K UHD and Blu-ray March 27th. So, so this came out after it came out in the cinema but this is official this is on star wars and um so let's have a little look if this plays for you because it brings in a few different themes you said they haven't got holdo in there they have got holdo in there or, or a voice but there's a few other things which they've put in and you're like ah oh, maybe just maybe after watching this trailer you'll you'll be a little bit more swayed this is the last one i'm going to show you for the last jedi the very last of the resistance we need luke skywalker i'm not coming back help me obi-wan kenobi you're my only hope that was a cheap move we need you to bring the jedi back kylo ren is strong with the force what do you know about the force it's a power that Jedi have that lets them control people and make things float. Impressive. Every word in that sentence was wrong. Ah, Skywalker. Mr. have I. Mm. Oh, they hate 
hate that ship! beginning and I will not be the last Jedi I feel like saying we're taking an awful risk Vader this had better work <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how this is going to go with you fellas they, they brought all the member berries out for this one didn't they and they did I think this is a case of ooh, damage limitation. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, quick, Yoda. We didn't put Yoda in it, right? You know, Yoda. let's get R2 in it. Let's get Leah Organa in it. And let's show a little bit of the Praetorian fight, because that's great. So, yeah, bringing out all the big guns with that. Anything else? Did it did it stir any other memories for the movie? Dan in particular, where you're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, totally redeemed itself. <laughs> All I thought was, why couldn't Luke be there in person and fight Kylo Ren instead of whatever he did to be there and feud the Force? Oh. <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing, Dan. Yeah. If you'd have spent the years of between, you know, the early nineties into the two thousands reading all those novels like I did, you'd, you'd accept it. Yeah, Do you right. accept it then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you... more than I would have done had I not read all those novels. Yeah, you have to accept well, stuff. It, it, you yeah, have to. What, watching Batman. Bumming, bumming around on an island no. for 10 years, just doing nothing. Yeah, and that's what not, some old folk do. You'd have a Sudoku. It's not what, what, it's not what Luke Skywalker does. It's not what Luke Skywalker does. Oh. Well, you know, sometimes you just have to let things go. You know, watching old serials of like Batman when that was first out. You know, and they've been dropped in the sea. Oh, it just so happens I've got my bat shark repellent on me. Oh, right. Well, you didn't have that in your bat belt last week when the Joker was in your face doing this in the subway. That, you know, it's all wrong. No one questioned the fact that the second Death Star in Return of a Jedi, it was strong enough to have its primary laser functioning and all that lot. But it needed a small little forest moon to give it a little bit of a defensive shield. Really? Can't you come up with your own defensive shield whilst you can still power the main gun? No one questioned that. Hope I haven't ruined it for you. I've never, never thought about that, Jess. You know what I mean? You didn't question it because we were all a bit thicker back in the day, as were our parents, <laughs> and we didn't have the internet. <laughs> so everyone was like, oh, yeah, well, that makes sense because it's, it's in the cinema. I believe everything I see. It's just like... If you if you were to watch, you only live twice now, right? James Bond, you only live twice. Sean Connery, I used to love that as a kid. I watch that now thinking, was I on crack when I watched that? They're in a hollowed out volcano. It's literally the whole reason um, they, they took the mech out of that in Austin Powers. And everyone was just like, oh, that seems, that seems believable, that. Huh? Because we were all a little bit thicker back then. Nowadays, we've got to question everything. 
I I was a bit of a, an apologist for a while on this film, and I defriended one of my non-Star Wars friends who slagged this film off, and I feel really bad about it now. If <laughs> <laughs> I just pushed the two of you together? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. So, um, do you need to do some sort of public apology, or are you going to do some sort of background <laughs> groveling? All right. It's time hey, to move on. another film in this uh, trilogy. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, is there another film me in this Pete, trilogy? Me, me and Peter got a story about this, haven't we, Pete? I think we have. Uh, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll come to it. What, The Rise yeah. of Skywalker? Yes. We shared a moment in Chicago. Yeah, we did. But we'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I, I'll take the hint. I'll take the hint, fellas. We're going to move on to the rise of Skywalker. Tross. The rise of Skywalker. Teaser celebration. This is where we saw it. Oh, my word. Chicago. Uh, and there are so many links I can share with you. There are so many different versions of this. Because now we're at the stage where people are recording themselves reacting. And I, I don't believe these because they're like, oh, I'm recording myself. Well, I'm going to have to be a bit outlandish, aren't I? You know, for the likes, for the gram uh, and all that. So I'm not a huge fan of those, you know, ones. And there's a few annoying ones. Um, but I'm going to share one with you now, which I think was actually used. And it's it's not people obviously knowing that they're being recorded. It's not someone recording direct to their face. Uh, and I love it because at the end, there's the most amount of high fives being given after a trailer has been dropped. And I, I just, I really quite like it. It sort of sums everything up. And that absolute shock that we had for this first Rise of Skywalker teaser.
days what's that just remember it just that time i mean come on to to what happened and what was dropped but what i love about that video i've just shared with you it's just the look of joy it's a beautiful sea of people just staring up in different directions looking at it and reacting and just seeing the glee on their face and their, their reactions and then afterwards there is a, the people just taking off their hat in disbelief and high-fiving each other. And it's just like, my celebration's complete. This is insane. Oh, just, that's what I live for. Yeah, all right. I'm not a huge fan of the sequel trilogy. I can take them or leave them. But for me, the experiences of these celebrations and of these trailers have been just so worthwhile. And um, I don't ever want to lose those memories. Guys... That trailer reaction, fire away. I think all four of us were, were, were in Chicago for that. Works out for this one. Yeah. Were we all hanging around with each other, though? I don't think I knew you then, did I, Dan? I think I saw you on the first day, and I, when I got there, you were there with Grant, and I bumped into you. That was the first time I'd ever officially met you. I might have seen you around at some shows and stuff. But you probably don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I do. Like it was yesterday. <laughs> uh, to be honest, it's all a bit foggy. I, I, I do remember being in some sort of screening for this one because I remember them going, do you want do you want him? Because he comes out, doesn't he, and says, roll it again. And I seem to remember That's right. yeah. seeing that on a big screen and not a phone. I could be mistaken. But yeah, how cool that we were all there together. Mm. Well, Craig, me and Pete. We didn't get into any of the screenings and we couldn't be asked to walk back to the main floor to watch it. So we sat in the corridor and watched it on our phones together. <laughs> didn't we share phones? I think I couldn't yeah. get why I couldn't connect. I think we thought we were just going to take each other's Wi-Fi and make it worse. So I think we watched it on your phone. Then. Yeah. We could have been in, we could have been in sunny England watching it. <laughs> yeah. We're we, in that we main corridor, in. which is yeah, just empty. Just me and Dan just sitting on the bench. <laughs> Corridor friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So let's uh, talk through know, that. So I'll talk through it. I'll, I'll say something. So in, I think it's 2001, 2002, Rick McCallum was being interviewed. I don't know what for, but someone was interviewing him and they were talking about the Matrix and bullet time. And they were asking him, will you ever put, you know, slow motion and bullet time in Star Wars and blah, 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 blah. And are you going to follow the trend? And he's like, no, no, we've got a very specific, you know, recipe for Star Wars and da, 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 da. And then I saw Ray jump in the air with her lightsaber in slow motion. And I just thought, oh, shit. I thought, I hope that's not in the film. <laughs> that was my opening gambit for that for that trailer. Really? Yeah. I, 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 that pisses me off, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> yeah, okay. They, I mean, they do it in a lot of movies, don't they? That question was asked. They said no, they changed their mind, but... Yeah. But it's very, well, it's very, I don't know, filmmaking of today, everything's very slow. Mm. You know, the Michael Bay effects, everything slows down and bullet time and flying yeah, through things. Good. I just, it just ain't Star Wars to me. Yeah. 
Fair enough. That's your that's your wizard. Okay. That's your, <laughs> chewy, that's, that's your chewy Tarzan on the vine. What do you I, know I don't, that? I don't bother me. I love that. Nah, it bothers that's me. A, that's an ancient Wookiee. You can't wreck on Tarzan. Anyway, right, we're gonna, we're gonna move on. We're celebrating the trailers here, fellas. I feel like I'm the only one, right? And you no, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the rage jump. I thought that worked really well as a trailer. It felt like it was weird. It was weird watching it, but when I finally got to watch it the next morning on my, I had an iPad Pro, and I remember going leaving the hotel room, going down to the lobby, and just headphones on, and just <laughs> choosing in the most comfy seat I could find, and thinking, right. I'm watching this properly after sort of like the day before. And um, yeah, it just seemed the emotion came back to me in that, just watching that one, just where it had sort of not been there under the second film, whereas that, that, that trailer just seemed to bring it all back. The, Very the feels, the feels. And I think the Ray Jump works for me. I just think, I don't know, the layer with the medal, I think you had the sort of whole emotion of mm. that part of it. Whether I was actually finally got myself to a celebration, to kind of be involved with the sort of the trailer hype, and then just ended up watching it, you know, on a bench outside the with, with me, invisible bonnets, slacking it off. So um, no, but that's more memorable. I think that just adds to it. I think it kind of, especially sort of now we end up sort of talking about it on a podcast, makes it even funnier. But um, <laughs> no, and I remember going down the next day and just like going through and watching it a few times, and thinking, right, I've got to have my moment with this trailer and, and get on board with it. But um, now I remember the Emperor bit. That was pretty. That's it's everything a trailer you want, isn't it? No matter what the sort of the movie went on to be, I think in terms of what a trailer gives you, that that ticked a lot of boxes. Yeah. What got the biggest cheer? Palpatine, I think, the knee at the end. Maybe. Craig? Well, the big the big uh, introduction was Lando, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think uh, there was more of a reaction for Lando than there was for the Ray Jump. I think you see in the Death Star as well, I think there was a realisation yeah. that the Death Star wasn't it? That got a bit of a... Everyone was onto that. I remember saying to you, Pete, when we watched it, I went, what is that? Why is everyone getting excited? What is it? And he was, it's the Death Star. <laughs> so small on the screen, I couldn't tell what it was. I don't know. I was like, hand, hand your phone over, Dan. I can't see it. <laughs> Dan's like, oh, I've got a Nokia 3820 here. Help me out, fellas. Yeah, and I think I remember borrowing your charge as well, because I was low on charge. It was just, yeah. <laughs> we, we weren't prepped, were we? We didn't know what we no. This is called celebration, not commiseration. I feel like throwing a five bob note at you. Oh dearie me, Craig, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I think it's, you know, if we if we're comparing the three across the the trilogy, so those first teaser trailers, I think it's the weakest, but it probably has to do the least because we already know these characters and we know their journeys. So we're seeing Ray, you know, reaching a more powerful state demonstrated by the jump we've got old allies coming in yeah it it just feels feels a little bit kind of lacking didn't leave me with the feels that the other two did it just felt like it was i don't know i wasn't i wasn't as excited and i think it's just you know daft things like i remember seeing because you see like the pre-production material and things and just like the costumes like pose costume and finn's costume like just like not very interesting. You think about how iconic the silhouettes of all those original trilogy characters were and how mm. identifiable they were. This was just all a bit sandy coloured and a bit muted. 
and I don't know, just lacked a bit of punch. Yeah, fair. I, I love how we all pick up and see different things. Absolutely, yeah. No, fair points. I, I totally get that. But what, what about the laugh? What about the cackle at the end? Because that had me a little bit nowhere near as bad as Chew at home. But the whole thing afterwards of uh, uh, got lots to figure out, lots of what uh, uh, can't, is that a push or a pull door? Oh, I don't know what I want to drink. That's where I was. It was, was, def- it was definitely intriguing. That? It was definitely the, for me, was thinking, well, how are they going to pull this off? That was yeah. that was the, get, the, the main thing, I want to go and see this. They're very good at keeping secrets, aren't they? They did that with Grogu. You know, we did that with Baby Yoda. No one saw that come in. And the Emperor thing, I did not see that come in. Mm. No. Was that when the title was released as well? I think, yes. I think that yeah. was, yeah. so everyone was just thinking, what, that's a sort of, again, different directions. What's that? Do you remember they had the big banner up and they had the end banner was covered up, had like a yes, curtain yeah, over yeah. it. And then when the film, when they, you know, after they showed the trailer and the title, they pulled that, that banner down so we could see it. Or the yeah, curtain yeah. covering the banner. So for me, yeah, big one. Uh, did get the feels. Did get a lot of that. I just, I don't know. I just get caught up in the hype train too much. Maybe I just need to calm down. It's probably not doing my blood pressure any good. But, but I did like that. I, I want to go and watch them all again now. What I'm going to share with you is an international one. We've already seen one. Dan, Dan showed it earlier on. So let's have a little look at this international Rise of Skywalker trailer. An instinct. The force brought us together. Confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi. Your destiny. I am taking one last look at my friends. Last jump, maybe forever. Yeah, space horses. <clears throat> They're really signalling that that's the end on that one, aren't they? Last jump, yeah. maybe forever. Yeah. Hyperspace skipping. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I was making a valid point then. C3PO taking one last look at his friends. It's all yeah. very important. Yeah. It <laughs> really, really is. Hyperspace skipping. I forgot about that bit. That's right at the start, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> There's nothing wrong with hyperspace skipping. Those are laser swords. <laughs> just, just I'm at the stuff with, with Kylo and Ray fighting on the Death Star that, that looks pretty epic look, mm. that, that's, that, that was kind of the for me you know we hadn't had a, a really good lightsaber duel through this trilogy really you had a little fight with, with, with Ray and Kylo at the start the first one you didn't get a late lightsaber duel really in the second one Praetorian Guards and then but that doesn't count really does it it's not the lightsaber what? on lightsaber is it it's them fighting Emperor's Royal Guards. Yeah, yeah. And now right. we're getting a lightsaber duel. Even we even the Luke Kylo Ren fight, it was a hologram. 
now we're getting a lightsaber duel. First there were a few three. in this. They were a few in this, don't they? Don't they have the one yeah, on yeah. the Kylo ship that he's not? Yeah. One of, they're not together, but they're <laughs> <laughs> they're still fighting. <laughs> Your idea. That Praetorian fight. It's brilliant. No, 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 no. Lightsaber on lightsabers clashing together. That's a lightsaber duel. Yeah. In the same room. Yeah. In the same room, yeah. Okay. So it's a lightsaber fight with lightsabers, but not a lightsaber duel. Okay, we'll agree on that. <laughs> Both right. Move on. Rise of Skywalker, international trailer. It's really good. Lots of poignant stuff, as Craig said. You know, the whole Leah thing. And we know that it is the end for Carrie. You know, and that was really nice tender scenes there but the tenderness with the 3po with saying goodbye and all that, having them when they right at the beginning of that when they all sort of got the gang back together or you know the new gang back together in the cockpit of the falcon i don't know i just got me in the feels that one a little bit i liked it i acknowledge there's not a great deal i haven't liked tonight and i am probably a little <laughs> bit too sickly oh this is great but i liked it Anything else? The Ray running in the along this that sort of ridge is a really good scene as well. Mm. When she's got the lightsaber, and it is, I don't think it was in that trailer, but it certainly was in one of the trailers when she drops the the training helmet. And I think that was early on, and you didn't quite know what was was a bit of misdirection, and because kind of, that was a throwback to original trilogy sort of training helmets, wasn't it? Or like yeah. the, the the Rebel Commander helmet. So you just knew, just sort of the, the pressing the buttons, pressing the buttons at that stage. But we're going to bring in a new element now. The next trailer which came out. This one. This one had something else. This one had everyone talking afterwards. Even Dan.
<laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna have to go for a lie to Right. For the benefit of those people listening to that wonderful, wonderful trailer. Because there was so much music at the beginning. What did we just witness? Talk me through it. What what how how did it how did it sort of, you know, how how did the how did the trailer advance? Well, it took montage montages of all the original trilogy going from New Hope through to Jedi, then showed some prequels shots, and then Luke says, pass it all, a thousand generations live in you now, and then it carries on going through Force Awakens and Last Jedi, and then starts into the, the trailer proper. Yeah, properly in the feels, but then it brings out more danger, trauma, I don't know, just the anticipation of the stakes. The stakes were being raised. The stakes were high. I, I was thinking about what Craig said a couple of times because there was a couple of bits when the, the new team, the new gang were there on their planet. And I was then looking at their costumes and I was like, yeah, yeah, see what Craig means. You know, they're, they're a little bit bland, a little bit meh. Uh, but, but there we go. But it was the bit at the end, you know, when Ray was talking about, oh, you know, finding a way and stuff. What did we see then, right at the end of that trailer? Darkside Ray. Evil Ray, yeah, Darkside Ray. Sexy Ray. Um, <laughs> I mean, my word. I mean, again, you're like, what? I've just seen 3PO with red eyes. What on earth is going on then? He had his red arm in, in Force Awakens. Now he's got red eyes. What's going on? And now you see this. And you're like, oh. I need to go and watch that movie. So many things on, and so many questions. When you saw all the, the rebel ships coming, everyone mad about that, didn't they? Trying yeah. to work out which ships were in, in that. Yeah. Thousands of them. But did you, um, did. Sorry. Oh, go on, go on, no, 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 no. You finish no, what you're going to say first. All, all I was going to say is what it did, it gave this grand vision, this impression that this was a galaxy's war not the war of a small band of freedom fighters for rebellion, because you saw armadas of re uh, rebel ships. You saw armadas of Star Destroyers, which just happened to just break up through the ice and be crewed by loads of people who we had not seen before. And what were they doing on furlough? I don't know. <laughs> They're the issues I've got. Yeah, yeah. But as films go, it gave this grand sort of wow this is on a proportion scale wise that we've never seen before that's what i got it's really hard not to focus on the negatives just to be honest with you at this point because <laughs> i feel if you'd have asked, you know at the start when you said to me, well when we did last jedi you said to me oh what did you think of last jedi before we'd spoken about the trailers and i'd have probably been a bit more forgiving of the trailers if i'd never had my rant and then but i don't think because i wanted to i wanted to kind of talk about the trailers with without having seen the movie putting yeah. that into it but you can't then go into rise of skywalker without knowing kind of where you've come from in the last jedi and, and last jedi just feel like it it ended in such a way that there was no cliffhanger there i don't think they you know they escaped from kylo ren kylo ren was in charge of the first order a few rebels in the millennium falcon and brim boy 
And then, and then what is there to go from? And it was really hard for me to get hype. We've spoken about hype a lot in this podcast, mm. but it was nothing for me to get hyped about. And it felt that trailer for me smacked of desperation. Let's show them all the old stuff. Let's show them Dark Side Ray. Let's, you know, it just, it just didn't get me the way some of the other trailers we spoke about earlier got me. I would agree with that. It's about two minutes, I think, and a whole minute is taken up with, mm. look, here's Luke and here's young obi-wan and uh, you know i don't think no time to die james bond would have done that i don't think endgame would have done that i think those films uh, had enough in them to fill a two-minute trailer to get people excited about them there is that whiff of desperation like you say dan it just feels a little bit disingenuous it just feels like you know we're going to lean really heavily on the fact that you followed these guys journeys and you might as well go and see this last one even though you know the, the one that you just watched split the fandom and it is really hard to look at these objectively and not recall that stuff that was going on at the time um, i get that i'm gonna give you five words go on which i think might sum up that a little bit because when you say, you know, desperation and stuff, I think they probably were. I probably think they were thinking we've spent four hundred and fifty million on the on the budget of this. We need to make a billion to you know to break even or to for it to be worth a while or, or whatever the figures were. The five words I am gonna say are The Last Jedi and Solo. Neither of which had um gone down particularly well. You know, they'd split the audience, Last Jedi had. Then five months later, we had Solo, which they, they made an absolute cluster of with the marketing, the timing. People wanted Christmas movies and all that sort of stuff. But Solo was, whilst I, I love Solo, make Solo 2 happen, it failed from that point of view. Their marketing, they must have had so many internal emails kicking off and people moved on, fired, what have you. So they're like, right. This we failed at. This we didn't do a good job at. Right, let's bring out the old boys. Let's bring out the old girls. Let, let's put at the heartstrings. Let's throw everything into it because we can't have a third issue. We can't have a third failure. And they they would have seen Solo as a failure. They would have seen Rise, uh, sorry, Last Jedi as a bit of a problem child in some respects. So but you so guys, you guys know me, and I am I am quite critical of stuff, right? You know, when we've done podcasts, I've always nitpicked and gone, "Oh, I don't like this bit." I don't like that's just that's just me. But I love Star Wars, and I, you know, whatever's coming out, Obi Wan Kenobi before it came out, hyped to hell for it. Couldn't wait to see it. But I wasn't hyped for this film, Rise of Skywalker, one bit. I was on the Mandalorian train. I'd been to Celebration and saw the sizzle reel. I saw IG Eleven shooting guns and swiveling on his hips. I was like, I was all about that. This film just felt like an afterthought for me it just wasn't i went and saw it i think i saw it three times but i didn't have the, the level of hype that i had for the others they just they just lost me mm. all right tricky dance okay so that's where we are there is another there's a d23 special look so there's various other things there was a couple of tv spots i'm not even sure if i'm going to share those with you um <laughs> just i feel like just you know i've got a, i've got a little pup and he's really poorly. I'm just going to have to, like, you know. No, anyway, I'm not going to go along that. Right. There is one more. <laughs> there's a Rise of Skywalker final trailer. And then there's something else, something special, which Disney put out. So let, let's go for this one. I don't think it's going to change anything. 
Um, let's just let's just go for this one. Can I? Yeah, I'm going to let I'm going to let Craig and Pete do all the talking on the next one. So. We can oh, end, right, end on a high note. I'm going to shut oh. up. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, Craig and Pete. Let's go. It's an instinct. fight if we lead them. People keep telling me they know me. No one does. Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. Confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi. Your destiny. Love it. Talk to me, Goose. Was that the first time we had that the, the Luke and Leia, the Force will be with you always? Was that the first time that was introduced on that trailer? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They were going for it, weren't they? This was Mark Lucasville marketing department going full full throttle. Yeah, it's pretty strong. And it's also got that bit I mentioned before with the, the more detail of Ray training on the dropping the helmet, running around. I think that sort of sets it up. Yeah, and it's a complete 180 out from what was said earlier on by bringing out all the old OT guns and, and everything else. This was just about the sequel trilogy characters, pretty much. Yeah, we we did hear Luke and Leah right at the end, but the focus was really on on mainly Ray, Kylo, and, and Finn. Okay. It's also sort of points towards Ray being being more of a badass isn't it you just you just kind of like say so that question mark is like which way is this gonna go they're gonna go in there is it they're gonna they're gonna flip it who knows so put me in mind of just to just to square the circle on this uh on this little uh series of podcasts in that very first episode one trailer 
every journey has a first step every saga has a beginning Hmm. and i think this ends with something like the saga will end the story will live forever or something and that just that just feels like words (laughs) (laughs) poignancy so that episode one trailer that was just the start of the journey and so excited and i think by the time we got to this it was a little bit like well i want to see how it all pans out but i've lost a bit of faith in it and it's as, as you know as dan has said on several times tonight it's really hard to divorce yourself from that i mean as a piece of marketing yes it it does its job it shows you lots of ex- action and all your favorite heroes and hints that there will be some sort of satisfying closure but i think it yeah it's hard to remove the the context of of of, of what had gone on in those hot few years i didn't mind the movie at all you know 2019 wasn't a vintage year for me and by the time this came around at christmas i just wanted to see some spaceships and i wanted to see lando going yeehaw and i wanted to see chewy roaring and it ticked all those boxes for me you know whether it's the best in the franchise you know that's another debate but at the time that movie delivered what i needed it to what film do you think's better craig last jedi or rise of skywalker interesting you should say that because Watching the watching these trailers tonight, I feel much more drawn to the Last Jedi than the Rise of Skywalker. Mm. If you'd have, if you'd have asked me that at the time, I would have flipped those. Interesting. What about you then, Dan? I love it when Finn goes Ray. It's not a sequel trilogy film about that, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> So what's your preference? Which one do you despise the least? I think I think um, I think Last Jedi is a better made film, just like we've said, the cinematography and things like that. And uh, it's it's hard. uh, At the time, I'm the same as Craig. I would have said Rise of Skywalker, hands down. I, I think I've watched that film. I saw it three times in a cinema. I've had it on dvd now since probably its release and i've watched it maybe once or twice i haven't gone back to it i just feel like it's you know it divided fandom so much and so many people kind of wanted the ryan johnson vision other people like the jj and vision and they kind of tried to backpedal on some of the stuff at last jedi and it's all just a bit of a mess I think I need to sit down and watch it. I, I might just go and watch the whole trilogy again. I did start watching Force Awakens um, this afternoon. I watched the first twenty minutes of that, and I was kind of like, "Yeah, I need to. I need together? to. I, I want to watch the rest of it. Do, do, I've never done the, tri- the sequel trilogy in one go, and I think oh, it's. God, it's. I think it's yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, guys, we were meant to have Fathers from our Vintage Star Wars collecting event in Fordingbridge this weekend. It's been postponed. <gasps> We we oh let, let's chat about this offline because I'd love to watch these with you, mate. It's some sort of watch party or something or other. I think that could be fascinating. I'm I'm, I'm up for I'm I'm seriously up for it because I think there was there was you know every you know we we say all the time there's there's good in every Star Wars you know whether you like the the, the entire episode or the entire movie everything's got good bits in it. Yeah. 
and there are good bits in last jedi i'm not going to say that i I completely hate the film there are certain Mm. story beats that wind me up but there are i know i know there's good stuff in there yeah i mean let's let's face it none of us are going to say oh canto bite that's my favorite scene we're all on the same page with that all right so mm, do you know what canto bite didn't bother me half as much as it seemed to bother other people it's just a diversion, isn't it? It's just like we've got to find find yeah. something fin to it's do. Like, Let's it's have... like this this trilogy's cantina. <laughs> but it doesn't go anywhere, does it? It doesn't that whole storyline. Oh, don't start me, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, you can what? drop it all what? and nothing would change. Nothing would be different. Yeah. Okay, well let, let's 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 do that. So you right, like that and, and Pete. So if you were not that this was ever my intention, but I would feel bad of me not asking this because Craig and, and Dan have both answered it. Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi, do you, do you have a preference over those two? Probably Rise of Skywalker just, though. Okay. I reckon. Fine. But um, they do blend. They do blend yeah. slightly. So there's, there's, there's a lot of good in both of them, but there's, there is... There's Kento Bayou in one of them. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about okay. you then Jez Jez what about you mm. yeah I'm, I, I don't know uh, watching these trailers makes me want to watch them all again but I know that I am sort of racked with bits which I, which I don't like and that's fine you know there are, there are bits in all sorts of movies which I don't like but the, the, the general the overwhelming feeling is yeah I do like them I, and it's it's Force Awakens be, your favourite then? Force Awakens is my favourite for so many reasons of those the, yeah. the sequel trilogies. You know, I just so many emotions and, and so much love for it. And and I could watch that as a singleton and completely disassociate any oh well, this happens, then it happens in the next movie and then this. No, I just watch it as a standalone. Yeah, it's and, good. Uh, it's a good. Yeah. It's generally. A, I think it, people say, "Oh, it's a, you know, it's the derivative of the New Hope," but I think it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we mate, that's a whole different podcast series. Um, but I know, what I we're going to do? I'm going to share now two last bits with you before we wrap for the night because it's been a, a long, wonderful, rich recording with you guys, which is going to be a treat to edit. <laughs> But we're just going to go through a couple last bits. So this is um, an official special look in late November, which uh, which Disney put out there. And it kind of ties in with what you were saying earlier on about bringing out the big guns and maybe an element of panicking. phenomenon is captivating the Making nation the with lines North America's newspapers is none other than Star Wars Jedi. You can't run from Star Wars Frenzy. The very first time I saw the word Star Wars. 217, take nine. And three, two, one, action. When I was 11 years old. It was in a magazine. And I remember seeing the words and saying aloud, Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Have you even seen Star Wars? She's never seen Star Wars. Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars. Star Wars is just an important part of everyone's history. He signed his action figure. Right here. 
I sat outside the theater to watch them at midnight with my dad. It was designed to fire the imaginations of every girl or boy who yearns for adventure. People's love for it. It's just massive. It's the event that has become a cultural phenomenon. Guerra de las Galaxias. Ce n'est pas une victime de princesse. May the Schwartz be with you. Star Wars is a, a milestone for people. The Force is with us. I gotta get to Star Wars. You're more than just fans. You're family. Lando! Red 5 standing by. It's something that people carry with them now, forever and ever. Now with the final trailer for the Skywalker Saga release. I can still be a part of the family costume. You are my father. The International Space Station watches The Last Jedi. Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father. It's about family, and that's what's so powerful about it. They're sharing something that moved them. You're glad that you're finishing, but savoring every moment because you know it is the last. Why isn't William and Harry crossing lightsabers a internet meme? That's that's brilliant. That's gold. <laughs> yeah, love that. Um Great compilation, and I knew that someone would be talking about William and, and Harry on that. I think you watch that, and it's very clear it's the reason that we get upset when the people who have been trusted to take this thing forward don't seem to be treating it with the respect that people want them to be treating it. Mm. Um, it it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And this show was always going to go a little bit the way it's gone because we all care massively and have opinions. And I think yeah. we're balanced. I think as a group of guys, we are quite balanced compared to some of the nutters out there on the internet. But it's such a special thing to us all. And yeah, you know, and I don't want I don't want to take away from anyone who loves those. You know, Last Jedi, Rise Core. You know, that, that that's that's. But we're here to give our opinions, right? And I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna fluff it up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, more power to you more power to everyone you know go yeah. watch what you like as star wars everyone's got their own thing that they love harrison loves the prequel trilogy and they used to get destroyed but you know that's his that's his thing he loves the clone wars and you know i'm not gonna tell him no don't watch that watch the original trilogy they're the best ones you know people find their own way yeah even more so now with disney involved they're, they're putting out everything for every generation and we've got ours haven't we so you're going to be picky about certain parts of it but that trailer is just like that this is star wars and it does it gets it's you, good it? Gets, so. it does get you definitely it really does d- you're all right i want to just go back to craig's thing and i think that's that that's it that's absolutely right why so many people get so passionate about it you know grant came on and did a prequel one of us our good friend grant criddle you know massive fan of of star wars goes by the Phantom Fanboy on Instagram. 
and was such a font of knowledge when we did the PT trailers. You know, it really analyzes that. But one of the most crushed people when it came to the sequel trilogy, you know, he was stood next to me, my brother from another mother in Orlando, watching The Force Awakens, Chewie were home. And we both went together to the European premiere of Rise of Skywalker when that came out in Leicester Square. And and seeing the the hype, the disappointment, because we're so invested in it. Uh, and I know that Grant feels hugely let down. And, you know, I invited him on tonight and he just said he'd, he's just got nothing to bring because I think we've already brought it with regards to people's disappointment and misdirection. So, yeah, I do think that we've brought balance. But, Craig, you're right. We we trust our passion and our heart to these people who are going to take it. And they give us what they can deliver. They they give us their project, their vision, Ryan's vision, JJ's vision. That's never always going to come out right, is it? We, um, I remember when we went to Reading. Do you remember we went out in Reading that night? Um, mm. Jez, you were there. You'd been out on a boat trip in a day, and we was in that pub in Reading. And I was talking to Stuart and Grant, and they said to me, "You know, what what do you think's better? Do you do you prefer the sequel trilogy or do you prefer the prequel trilogy?" And I was still at that point where we hadn't had the entire trilogy yet, and I really enjoyed the Force Awakens, and I hoped that Last Jedi was just a blip and they'd recover. And I was saying, oh, you know, the sequel trilogy, and it can still make it. It can still make it. So I am ever the optimist. I really am. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Grant was very impressed when I said that. <laughs> he was like, no way, The Phantom Menace is better. Bro. And I was like, what are you talking about? But, you know, I suppose, yeah, with everything, you just, you've got to, you know, be hopeful. I think that's the, the message of all Star Wars, isn't it? You've got to have hope. <laughs> yeah. I think one thing, though, which you know, we, we've said it briefly earlier on, you look at the quality, you look at the cinematography, the incredible filmmakers that we've got both in the States, uh, around the world, and in particular at Pinewood Studios. You look at the craft which they can generate and the passion there. That's film. That's what's on our horizon. We're heading into exciting times. I know we've had our ups and downs with you know, what's been produced, what's been delivered. But you look at Andor, you look at some of the Mandalorian, you, you look at various different things which have come out. And um, yeah, have that hope. Because for us to get Star Wars back on at the big screen again, I cannot wait for the next trailer, whenever that's going to be, for whichever one of those three movies it's going to be. Oh, yeah, it's going to be ace. Here I want to see your reaction. I want to see a reaction trailer. <laughs> I want to see yeah. your reaction trailer, Jez. You want to sit down and watch it and record yourself. Well, I said to you guys earlier on, I'm, I'm I'm not a huge fan of those things because I don't think they can be genuine or as genuine. Maybe they are. Maybe I'm just an odd cynic. But there is one. This is the last thing which I'm going to share with you. I found this on the internet and it's from the Bombad cast. It's had 5.6 million views. And this is one dude's trailer reaction he's got eleven thousand seven hundred comments <laughs> right so obviously got a huge following never seen it before but i think this is a very well put together reaction video showing lots of different reactions of the rise of skywalker so i am going to put you through that one once more but this is the passion 
This is what we're all there for. This is what we love the celebrations for. And all I want is another opportunity to have the moments which these people have, because I think they're truly part of the fandom, which I love and I look forward to.
we just won. But that, that's passion. That is something which, I don't know, you just, if you could bottle that, that's worth a million bucks. And I can't wait to be in that position with you guys in a few years' time. Um, fellas, thank you so much for tonight. I know it's it's been a long one. It's been a great one. I've enjoyed putting it together. It's been interesting. <laughs> it's it's funny. We you know we we did the the OT ones and everyone's like the same. We did the PT ones and everyone's kind of the same. And this one, yeah, it's been it's been interesting. But it's about respect, isn't it? And and everyone respects each other's point of view. We've all got a different take on things. And uh, and that's Star Wars. It's a banquet. It's a buffet of entertainment. But I've loved going through the trailers. Force Awakens rocks. <laughs> Jedi rocks. Wonderful. Well, that brings to a conclusion our trilogy of looking back at the trailers. You never know. We might do another one in the future with regards to a few cherry-picked, maybe a movie or two. Or maybe, you know, a couple of the TV shows, there's been some key significant moments where trailers have been dropped at Celebration and other places. Who knows? The Rogue One bit, maybe even a Rebels or or who knows what. But for, for the time being, the trilogy is complete. The circle is complete. Guys, I've loved it. Thank you so much. And, um, and to all of the listeners, maybe if you've just listened on the podcast, you want to look at the last bit of the enhanced. Watch all of the enhanced, obviously, but that last bit for the um, for the reaction of those people, it's just truly wonderful. But until next time, it's goodbye from Craig. Cheerio. It's goodbye from Dan. Nighty night. That's goodbye from Pete. Goodbye. Cheers, guys. And goodbye from me. We're Generation Skywalker. All eras. All passions, all styles.
the belonging you seek is not behind you. It is ahead. Whatever I do, I do it to protect you. If I ever see you again, what does your heart tell you? Close your eyes. The light, it will guide you. At last we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last we will have revenge. You don't know the power of the dark side. There's been an awakening. Have you felt it? The Force will be with you.